What's up, guys? Welcome to the Oh Shit, Where's My Kid podcast. My name is Cody. I'm glad to finally get this podcast off the ground. It's been an idea that's kind of been brewing for a while, um, but I'm finally glad to be able to get on here uh, and kind of just dive into it. So what exactly is this? So this is a podcast by dads, for dads, and moms that kind of dive into to what it means to be a father in these these crazy times that we're in. Um, and yeah, the, the goal of this podcast is kind of just get some dads in here, learn about their experiences, see if it compares to mine, and you know, see if we can grow as a community and to be the best fathers that we can be for our children. So, of course, um, in order to be a dad, you have to have a kid. So my wife and I are proud parents of our two-year-old son, Ethan. Uh, we call him Bao. So if you guys hear me refer to him as Bao, that's what we're talking about. And I can't believe he's, he's two, two now. Um, it's crazy how fast time goes. Um, and, you know, I think it's kind of true what they say. I mean, you, you never really know what it's like to be a dad until you're holding that little potato in your arms. Um, and, you know, I think no, no truer thing could be said. Um, and I think as a father, there's been challenges that I've faced and I wanted to build this podcast to create a community where I could speak with dads, learn about their experiences and, and, and see how it compares to mine. Um, I think as a dad going through that early stage uh, with dropping pregnant, uh, the main focus of, of ours, I think, is as significant others is to make sure, you know, to, to be support systems for our wives, you know, mentally and emotionally and sometimes that means that you know some of the concerns or challenges that we face you know gets pushed to the side a little bit so I realized that during that point in, in my life there wasn't a lot of resources available so I wanted to create that space for other dads so this is what this podcast is um, thank you guys for tuning in and, and enjoy if you guys have not heard of them yet uncle's jukebox on Instagram from hip-hop reggae acoustic R&B any and all of your musical needs Scott and the boys got you from weddings engagements or any kind of social gathering be sure to check out uncle's jukebox on instagram now if green smoothies are your thing be sure to check out omao man hawaii the best green smoothie on the island you can find them at any of your local farmers market i went on a five-day binger Mm, perfect amount of energy in the morning and i felt great the rest of the day omao man hawaii check them out on instagram and shout out to my boy troy so as our first inaugural guest of the podcast, we have Joel. Joel, what's up, man? How you doing, man? <laughs> Dude, it's it's so crazy to to finally be here and finally start recording this. Um, so let's kind of talk about how we how we know each other, man. So I think John and I moved in here about three three to four years ago, uh, and Joel is actually our our neighbors across the way, bro. Three to four years already? Yeah, I think it's been three to four years, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast that's been. Um, and you know. Well, Kind of moving into the community and, and you know, Joel, Joel and Jen were kind of the, the neighbors that, that we got close to, you know, they, they opened up, they welcomed us with open arms and we we're really grateful for that, you know, and to be able to, to meet them. And again, thank you guys so much for that, uh, for yeah, us as we transition in here. Um, but yeah, man, so this is a dad podcast. Tell us about the kiddos. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, I think um, first to address, like, you know, you guys moving in, <laughs> um, you guys actually reminded uh, reminded us of us when we bought this house, you know, because we were young and we had a home. We just bought the home. We weren't married yet. And then we had a kid and it was kind of like the same kind of 
scene scenario you know and <laughs> yeah. you guys filipino and asian yeah yeah and totally. i was like huh it's interesting you know <laughs> um but to go back what would you say what dude you i also I, just, I, don't, I don't think i ever mentioned this did you know that the toyota tacoma is like the car of hawaii the truck of hawaii yeah did you I've know heard. that dude <laughs> if you guys don't know i mean you guys don't know but joel has a super sick iced out black tacoma and it looks awesome i'm very jealous <laughs> i had to go with an accord just because you know i I wasn't allowed to get the truck yet, but you know, eventually, I think I want to get a Tacoma, man. It looks, it looks sick out there. As a parent, it's very if you're active and you need to haul bikes and all that stuff. Yeah, it's exactly what you need. <laughs> it's also kind of dangerous because if you make friends, right, they're always going to ask you to help them move stuff, right? If you have a truck. <laughs> well, all my friends are old, so they don't need to move anyone. That may be in college or something. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. So yeah, so I mean, you are dad, right? So so yeah. tell us about the kiddos. Uh, my daughter is. Her name's Marlon, and she is going to be turning, she's 10, she's going to turn 11 this year. Wow. Yeah, dude. And my son, his name is Maceo, and he's going to be, he just turned six in May. Um, they're wild, they're crazy. They kind of <laughs> remind me of me and my sister when we were young. Yeah, yeah. Their relationship is very, they're very close. They're like best friends. Um, Marlon, they push each other's buttons all the time. Totally. And... Yeah. They're fun. They love video games like I do. Um, I, I did not know that. Well, I, I remember the last time he came over, he was uh, Maceo was playing Minecraft. What is he into now? What, what's, the, what's the game he's playing? Right now, well, we just got that PlayStation Plus upgrade. They have like a new service, you know. I forgot what it's called. Anyway, there's like tiers now. Okay. So there's like a bunch of games you could get for free. He's playing something called, right now, he's probably playing right now, called um, Slime. Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher. That sounds <laughs> sick. Uh, it's like you harvest. It's like an open world kind of game. You yeah. you harvest like slimes and then collect them and okay, kind of like Pokemon kind of thing. Oh, sick. Um, but he's playing that and then he plays Roblox with his cousin like every day on mm -hmm. FaceTime. Him and Marlin. Um, oh, that's sick. I, I know that when companies started doing that, you could just download all the games at a time. Do you imagine what that was like if you were kids, man? Having that much games open to us? Oh, yeah. It would have been hard to get out of the house with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, as a kid, I, I play video games too, so I'm, I don't feel so bad that they're embracing the video games. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know you're, a big, you're really big into video games, but, you know, like for as kids, we were, it was probably more so like, stop playing those video games. Totally. But now yeah. I'm like... Dad, what game we playing? And you know, just we look. That's how we spend time. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, that's just one thing that they do. That's, um, that's definitely something I'm. I think I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, I know Job probably doesn't want Ethan to play as much video games, but I think it's something we can bond over eventually, right? Once once he's of age and be able to play that stuff. So, I'm definitely excited for that uh, when when that time comes. Now yeah. going back to kind of like when you and Jen first had Marlin, kind of just. What, what stage of life were you guys at when, when you guys uh, first found out, one, that Jen was pregnant, and then kind of, uh, yeah, where, where were you guys exactly? Um, in our lives, in our careers and stuff? Yeah, kind of in your lives, in your careers, um, yeah. Yeah, um, so she had a plan, like I was telling you earlier, to have a kid by 30. Mm -hmm. She yeah. was turning 30, and then I was 32 at the time, and then, um, so... I had re he had recently moved to the Bay, maybe mm, two, three, year three, three, four years prior. Okay. And um, I had changed careers. So I was doing like dead-end jobs in San Diego. I was DJing in San Diego. 
had an okay name for myself as a DJ. Like, like house, house, hip hop, what kind of music, man? Um, That's awesome. I don't think I ever asked you that. Hip hop music. Hip hop, sick, dude. Yeah, so like underground hip hop, and we had a crew in San Diego that was kind of making a name for itself. And then, um, you know, she had graduated, she had got done with her nursing program and said, I'm going back to the Bay. You can mm-hmm. either stay here or, or you can come with me. And I, as much as I wanted to stay, uh, I knew it was like a dead end because I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. I had like a call center job yeah, yeah. that I just got laid off of. And then my only, <laughs> my only thing out there was DJing. And I thought it was cool. You know, like the oh, community totally, was cool. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the scene was, scene was popping off during that time, right? It's kind of cool. Yeah, it was fun. But, you know, I had to grow up. So a lot of drinking and a lot of like uh, DJing at bars and stuff. So I knew mm-hmm. if I would have stayed, it would have probably gone downhill. <laughs> got it because uh, it, it went hand in hand for me you know not like I'm a big drinker but it, yeah. you know anyway we moved up I had no job I went to Shiboga College I got into graphic design um, then at that point right when my career her her career had started and then we had bought this house at the at the bottom of uh, the crash oh man so we yeah. got it at a good price. Yeah, that's great timing. And then, yeah. you know, we were living at an apartment, and I didn't have a job. I think I was doing a. I might have been at the tail. I was contracting, maybe. No, I didn't have a job. I had just got done bussing tables in North Beach in San Francisco. Okay. Because at our last apartment, she was like, I would just be at home doing graphic design for clients. But it wasn't enough money, you know, mm-hmm. and just smoking weed in the room, <laughs> still DJing, scratching, just being, you know, yeah, young and stupid or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, you know, we got the house. Um, it was something for me to focus on. Finally started picking up work. I got my, inter- I had an internship, internship with a friend, my buddy Steve. Yeah, yeah. And then Steve's that's awesome. after that, that's kind of when my career started going started you know going in, going somewhere so at that those early stages of my new career is when we started when is when we had marlin okay you know yeah um where was i at my first big graphic design job so um my first real graphic design job is when we had marlin and then um yeah so young young in our careers Jen had bought the home with the FHA loan, so I didn't have to put much down. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, just young parents, young people in their career, and just young parents. Awesome. So that, that kind of sets the stage of, of where you were at with that whole, with that whole thing going on. Um, yeah, so I, I think one of the first questions I like to ask, right? This is kind of the, a general question I think I'm going to ask everyone who, who comes on this podcast. So say, say Jen's away, right? Say Jen's away. You have, you have Marlon, you have Maceo at home, right? You have five minutes to whip up a dinner, right? What is, uh-huh. what is your go-to to make for them if you had five, five, ten minutes to whip up a quick dinner? Their age, at their age now? At their age now, yeah, at their age now. <laughs> what, what's, the, uh, what's the go-to meal, man? <laughs> pizza. My frozen pizza. Frozen pizza? Is it the Tostitos or is it the, which one are they into right now? It doesn't right matter. Now? They'll eat whatever pizza. Oh, man. Tostitos they, we had, they had the other day. And I actually took a piece, too, because like, oh, it reminds me of college. Oh, man, I'm jealous, dude. <laughs> I, got those, I got those jeans with diabetes and high cholesterol, so I can't be popping pizzas like that. But, dude, I love yeah. pizzas. I love all those stuff. <laughs> I still eat like that. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't, but, you know. 
Pizza is nice. Pizza, and then, you know, Marlon likes mac and cheese, the, the ones in the box. I'm, I try to make, like, real mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, like from scratch kind? Yeah, I could, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I would make... I would make the box box ones all the time. So actually, I, I would make like regular mac and cheese for her before she liked it, and then mm -hmm. I would give her the box one, and she got used to that. Oh, and I then see. you go back to the real one, and she's yeah. like, "I don't like it." So yeah, Ethan, like right now, Bao is all about that that craft mac and cheese stuff. So that's like our go to. Maybe tw <laughs> twice, two to three times a week, we have a little container like in the fridge right now, mm -hmm. and you know we'll just add add the mac and cheese, add like cut up rotisserie chicken from Costco, a yeah. fruit, and then that's that's his go to lunch like. Yeah. At least two to three times a week. I think it's babies there. I would consider, uh, you know, Ethan a baby still. And uh, right, how old is he now? Yeah, he's two, two years old. So two, two and three months. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, so they're he's, he's still in there. Yeah, exactly. They're they're more open. They're just like, just trying to be fed. You know, <laughs> they're open to whatever. But now, at kids my age, they just want what they want. Yeah. And a lot of times, it's just like. Not the stuff I want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> so mac and cheese, yep. Macy's, like chicken nuggets. But if I had to pick one, it'd be pizza. They, they I mean, it sounds pretty convenient about. though, right? It's like pretty, pretty simple, quick food, so you can kind of get them, get them settled real quick, and then you can kind of just dive into whatever you want to eat, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, we had, you know, I know we're going to talk about this later, but expectations, you know, you're like, ah, I'm going to feed my kid all, our, you know, organic baby food, and like I'm going to make <laughs> it myself, which we did, and totally. things like that. Totally. Or you know, try to buy the best stuff with the best ingredients we still try but you know they like what they like and the pressures of like feeding them over like health oh. <laughs> it's difficult you know yeah it is because it's like the, the planning that's involved with the amount of time that you have it, it's hard to be able to like completely plan all these healthy meals so uh, yeah it's the same thing we would try to make sure we have like give you some spinach and some veggies sometimes but you know sometimes you just got to grab the pizza rolls you just got to grab the chicken nuggets uh, just to make it easier yeah for yourself and that stuff's good. It's delicious. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, and then kind of just, just going off that, this, the main topic about this, this podcast today is about expectations. So I think f for me, like once, once John and I found out that, that Ethan was coming, right, I think there, there were expectations that, that I just thought of, of, of what, what a father should be and what kind of things I wanted to prepare for. So I had all these different thoughts in my head and, you know, I wanted to make sure I, I could be as prepared as possible, but you never really are as prepared as, as you think you can be right for when the time comes um so for example like for me i think one thing i wanted to focus on was being able to communicate and being able to have patience with him so in my mind i was like okay i'm gonna you know if he does have tantrums i'm gonna sit him down and talk to him and, and kind of make sure he understands and be patient when he starts to whine and, and things of that nature but you know when it actually happens say you're in a supermarket and he's wailing he's, he's you're not going to be able to sit down and and communicate it that way because one he's a, as a two-year-old as a toddler so it's, mm -hmm. that's going to be difficult and and three it's like it, it never really always works out how you plan and mm -hmm. you know i think that's something i have had to adjust with a lot as a father is to, to you know be able to be malleable and be able to you know kind of adjust to how mm -hmm. things are um so you know with, with that let's when you found out you were going to be a dad right yeah. let's Kind of talk about some some expectations you had, right? How that kind of transitioned to when you actually did become a dad, and what did you kind of learn from that experience? So yeah, um, scary, you know, knowing you're gonna have a kid. You know, I think one of my expectation expectations that I, you know, that I had was like I might fall into habits that my dad had. You know, we're 
Filipino, and my dad was in the Navy, and, you know, old school Filipino dads, maybe Asian parents in general, don't have the best reputation of, like, expressing emotion or even, like, uh, you know, they're pretty good at affection, actually. But, I mean, as far as, like, deeper um, concepts in regard to, like, why they, how they discipline you and things like that. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. Not that they don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, they do. Almost like the, the, the emotional awareness and like emotional intelligence, right? Yeah, yeah. there's no such thing as that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, that's, that's a word that's been coined nowadays. But, you know, like just being aware of what you're doing and kind of like conscious of why. And like that's not something you really had time to entertain as, as, a, as an immigrant, as a you know, a Filipino person coming to America trying to make it. Um, my dad was in the Navy and was gone for like six months at a time, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, he cast, he'll come home and he hasn't seen us for so long and it's it's tough to adjust. So as far as how they would treat us and discipline us, you know, um, those habits, they would, they would come back, you know? And I, I still have those habits sometimes, yelling, screaming. Yeah. yeah. Which is only natural, you know, and it's, I don't know. So I kind of knew that some of that would come out because we, we can only we can only like repeat what we know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He even told my dad, he even told me one time, like, I only I'm sorry. Like, I this is all this is what I, I'm just doing what I know. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah, so he, ha- he had the intelligence to know that, like, this the reason why he's acting that way is because that's that's what he was taught. And that's the only thing that he knows out and with nothing really outside of that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. We're American kids mm-hmm. growing up in the 80s and 90s, learning all these silly lessons from TV. <laughs> Latchkey kids watching TV all day. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah. It's just two different cultural experiences. And then, and some of that still comes out. But then there's also some value in some of that if you, once you kind of look back and, and understand what they went through. Mm-hmm. But I know we're not talking about any of that, but I mean, that was one of my fears as far as like, you know, I hope. Um, my dad was kind of scary, you know. Yeah. But it yeah. worked at times. Uh huh. And I still pull out some tactics of that when I try to scare my kids. Uh huh. And you know, at a young age, um, you know, I I used it a little bit more to scare them, just to kind of set some kind of like. Almost like a boundary, or like set. I'm your dad. Kind of, yeah. 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 And I have to do these kind of things. Yeah. But, you know, consciously, I'm trying to keep it at a level that's um, acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to put it. Um, So that was one thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think think my experience was was pretty similar to that. I think in, in... Hawaii, I don't know, I'm not really sure what they call it. Like, I'm not beating your kids, but just like, yeah, that's, not, that, that's a terrible, it's not beating your kids, it's like, they call it giving lickings, but it's a way to like, you know, I can't remember, the, I can't remember. Get bus up? <laughs> no, I just yeah, learned they, that they, word recently. They call it, they call it lickings, they call it lickings, and then it's like, the idea is that like, you know, if a kid's, if a kid's acting at like crazy out of line, give them lickings so they learn, but it's funny, like my cousins kind of went through that, but I think my mom wouldn't really allow that in the household, so she would kind of get on my dad's case early, like if, if he started leaning towards that. Um, but again, like you said, I, 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 I can see like, 
you know, not beating your kids, but the benefit of, you know, setting an example early on to, to create some sort of structure. Because I think it is uh-huh. good to have, you know, that, that structure that you talk about, especially at a, at a young age. Yeah. Um, like a hierarchy, you know, setting some kind of hierarchy. You know, there's always that ongoing joke amongst brown folks and maybe, you know, like, I, well, I know you're going to, you, if, if I go too far with any of this stuff, you could always edit it out. <laughs> but, you know, that, that, how, like, those jokes about, like, how white kids treat their parents and then versus how, like, brown kids and stuff, they, how they see their parents and they're always showing, like, white kids talking shit to their parents. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. That would, ne- <laughs> that would never fly in any of the households that I think I've been in. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't think that would ever fly. Like it blew my mind when someone I knew like a, a white kid called his mom by his first name. That just blew my mind. I was like, that, that, that's, that's not, not gonna okay, happen. dude. That's not okay. Yeah, it's just culturally <laughs> different. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And and I you know, those kind of you you learn to appreciate those cultural things, you know, later on and, and understand why we assimilated so much, but there's a reason why we hold on to things and there's value in that, I think, you know, not to say beating, there's value in beating kids, but yeah. yeah, it's not that it's the intent, just how we go about it probably needs to evolve mm-hmm. or like, you know, just take it down a notch or something. Got it. Yeah. And that's all great points. Um, yeah. I think with, with, with John and, and Ethan and I, I think Jada does a really good job at, at communicating and kind of expressing her ideas and thoughts about stuff that I think I struggled with early on. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we, we kind of have these open conversations about how we want to to deal with that in a, in, a, in a way that's patient without getting frustrated. But, you know, I, I fall back to that all the time. Like, I get really frustrated at him. But I think we do a really good job of kind of passing off. We can kind of gauge and tell when someone's getting close to that point. Um, so, you know, we just kind of flip-flop our way through it, and you know, we're, we're still figuring it out as yeah. we go. So, yeah. We're going to be figuring it out until they're out of the house. I mean, that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. um, Expectations. So I, we wrote these down. So <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, that, yeah, kind of what, anything else that you've kind of, you know, had an expectation specifically about before going into it and, and, and how that's kind of changed your approach now with it? Yeah, I... I mean, one of them was that I already knew that nobody knows. Nobody knows exactly what's going to happen when you have a kid. Everybody would explain to you like you never know. Like you don't know what it's like until you have it, you know, until you have it, have the baby, have the human being. <laughs> have the potato. <laughs> there. Have it. There you go. And uh, I expected that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I never, <laughs> I never was the one to be like, you know, talking about somebody's kids about how they're behaving yeah i wouldn't say it out loud i might judge them like what the fuck that kid should not be running around yeah, with his shoes you, off when like you're in the car with jen on the way home like how did you see that yeah You're like you know yeah. what i mean like you know people people got their own stories people got their own situations going on just in general like you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. you know and then we never know um <laughs> that's also why you know i don't want to be my sister be like how come you never change Miles, Miles was my nephew. Uh-huh. He never changes diaper and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, like that's your thing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. She asked you why you didn't change his diaper, like when, like I wasn't like being a good um, Ninong. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, okay. Offering to help, got change it. the diapers got and it, things like it. that. But see, my my thing was, 
I'm not going to ask you, you know what I mean? Yeah. When it happens, it's my kid. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, if you want to change it, sure. If you're watching him, if I ask you to babysit him, yeah, you could watch, you know, of course change the diaper and things like that. But like, you know, I just try to be, um, I already knew that I don't know, I don't know what it is to be a parent, Mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't want to jump into any of that. I never, not that, not that I didn't have the desire to be a dad. I was never curious either. Do you know what I'm saying? Got it. <laughs> like, yeah, so it'll come. <laughs> I'll be a dad one day, but yeah. let me be not a dad for now, you know? Okay. And um, that was one expectation for sure. And yeah. I wanted to make sure that I was living my life mm-hmm. and just as me before I had any kid, you know? And I understood, like, a lot of people might come into this world, or, you know, as like a kid as a goal. Um, you know, like, yeah, I do want to have have kids and stuff but I'm not gonna plan I'm not gonna prepare because everybody would tell me like you can't prepare (laughs) you know what I mean so all you could do is think about like are you being the best person as yourself without a kid I think that that would probably be the best thing you could do for yourself to prepare to be a a parent is just to be the best version of yourself you know what I mean that's a great point I mean I I never really I never really thought about it that way Um, yeah that's a really good point because I mean if you're bettering yourself to be as good of a person as you can be, then you have the most to give to that child and the child's there. Mm-hmm. Plus you understand yourself in a way, you know, that you may have not before. And again, that yeah. provides the best example or the best being that you can be for, for that little kid. Yeah. But also what you're doing at the time before you have the kid isn't necessarily <laughs> the best thing you could be, but I mean, it's the best version of it's the version of yourself that you are at the time and being, you know, just dedicating yourself to yourself as much as you can and understanding, like, um, this is me. You know what I mean? Not distracting yourself with, like, yeah. the future, a future baby, or, like, burdening yourself with, like, future worries. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, living in the present, I think, um, you know, that's always been something that I've always been about as well. And, you know, just being present and around for yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great insight because I think it's... it's, it's uh, so different than I think my mindset going into it, but I mean, it's, it's great to hear that, that sort of, you know, thinking in that sort of approach to it, and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, like, I was a very anxious kind of dad going into it. Like, I, as soon as we found out that, that we were having Ethan, like, I, I, you know, I didn't start reading the books, but I thought, like, okay, now, man, I'm going to be a dad. I have all this pressure. I want to make sure I can provide for him. I want to make sure I can be the best dad as possible that I can be for him. So, you know, with, with those kinds of things, I started building more anxiety i think uh, around it all um but yeah i mean i, I can kind of see how how your approach would be a lot beneficial compared to the way that i went about it but again everyone's everyone's different and we kind of kind of go about it differently and i think that's the, the, the reason for this podcast is to, uh-huh. to hear different dads talk about it and yeah thanks for sharing that's awesome yeah and then you know this kind of relates to this other expectation that you wanted to know more about where i put um you know people always tell me friends would tell me that you know kids can be the most divisive thing for your relationship you know what I mean I think a lot of times people say people a couple would have problems in their lives and you know in their relationship and they would expect that a baby brings them together mm-hmm. sometimes it could be totally opposite you know what I'm saying because um it's hard to take care of a kid you know what I'm saying and if there's so much of yourself that you have to give up so much of your life that you have to compromise Mm -hmm. and if you're not mentally prepared to understand the commitment that it's going to take 
and how much of yourself you're going to lose uh, or not understand, um, you know, what that means to kind of like take, put somebody else before yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself, when it used to be like you and your partner, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, um, just you guys, and the attention was always on each other. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you were dependent on that attention, you know, and if, or if like your idea of how to parent the kid is at odds, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just could be yeah. a fight. Just like when you have a fight before you have the kid, imagine a fight, um, you know, I mean, not imagine, we already have kids. And imagine, you know, those <laughs> fights when we're fighting in front of our kids. It's like, yeah, totally. You know what totally. I mean? Like they can easily put you in places where you're like, what the hell am I doing? My, you know, like, am I acting right? Is my kid insecure? He's like, am I being a bad example? She's being selfish. Am I being selfish? Yeah. She's mad at me or yeah. we're not meant to like really, we're not good enough for this. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. the insecurity of it all that kind of could just tear it all down. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's like if, if you as a couple like don't have the ability to communicate effectively, right? And, and know kind of how each other vibes. Throwing yeah. a little kid into that is, is almost like throwing a little wrench and just cracking the pipe for everything to burst open. Like you have yeah. to, I feel like you have to have, um, not confidence, but you have to have that uh, comfortable nature. You have to have that, I'll find the word there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to have the ability to, to communicate in an effective way just because, I mean, when you throw that kid in there, it's, it's, yeah. it's a whole other level. It's a whole, it's a whole other level and, you know, that's an in- it's an intangible kind of like factor that you don't really, you know, we already said like, you don't know what to expect. We still don't know what to expect. Yeah, you know what I'm that. saying? And relationships are a compromise. Throw a baby into there. That's even more of a compromise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, for me, you know, when I was saying that I didn't want to jump into trying to figure out what it means to be a parent when I wasn't a parent, mm-hmm. because I already knew that, I'm going to have to compromise a lot of myself when I, you know, become a parent. Yeah. You know? And so even now, once you become a parent and, and what's happening now in our, in our lives and as our kids get older, I think it's more important to kind of um, become more of who you were. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But bring in all the good things that you've learned as being a parent uh, bring that into your personality, bring it back just so that you set an example. Like they could see you as who you really are. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, that's great. Yeah. You got to be a genuine, like, because pandemic hit, for example, and it was just me and the kids at home. And um, that was hard. Like it broke me down pretty bad. Like at one point, Jen would come home. I was like, "You gotta just talk to the. It's your turn with the kids." Like, yeah, I, I, I gotta get. I, mean, I, <laughs> I gotta be in space. I <laughs> like, I went outside. I went to the backyard. I just looked at the sky. I was like, "What the heck's going on?" You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I would I would compare it to like, you know, acclimating to college, acclimating to like high school, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of new environment, um, you know. But that's when you know you're growing, and you either embrace the change or embrace the struggle. Like you have to have a, I had a training of this at work today about agile mindset. <laughs> um, what is it called? Not open mindset. What's that word? When they, um, 
growth, a growth mindset. A growth mindset, okay. As opposed to, uh, you know, a closed mindset. So basically just be willing to um, embrace the, what's the word? Embrace the change that's coming mm-hmm. as opposed to like, fuck all this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely something that, that I think I, I'd have to grow into like with when, with Ethan now becoming more, you know, being able to, to express like his wants and desires. Yeah, it's right. You, you almost have to, to die to yourself and, you know, realize that, okay, sometimes the, the, the things that he needs trumps whatever I want to do at that time or I want to give. And I think that that sacrifice is something that took, takes some time to adjust to as a parent. But, you know, I think the ability to give of yourself to, for that little kid, you know, it's great. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think the biggest thing that, you know, I had to give up was like sleep and like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> it's never going to be the same. It's never been the same. Uh-huh. And it never will be until they probably, probably never will be actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like I used to be, like you said, I used to be a gamer Then I used to be like top ranked in the world in Madden. I used to be all, I used to be oh, wow. trying to stream and all this stuff. And then ever since Ethan's born, I, I take up my controller once every three weeks. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, that's just, that just comes with the territory. And I, I, I realized that like, yeah, it's like, even though I'm not playing the game, so I'm, I'm being able to spend time with him and, and grow with him. And then, you know, in, in some ways it's good, but you know, you do miss it once in a while, right? Like you said, you, you miss, you miss pieces of yourself, um, from your past or from before, but it's always good. So like you said, one day maybe he'll want to play and we can share that, that yeah. interest together. Yeah. You're acclimating to your new self. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then he, yeah. you know, as he gets older, he's going to lose interest in you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the cycle of parenthood. You know, right? and then... <laughs> and then he says, bye, it's peace. You know, yeah. but if, you, if you're able to bond over something um, at those ages, then, and build a foundation like us right now, me and my kids, like I said, it's video games. Like, yeah. you know, I'm playing... Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to play these video games with <laughs> Like, Dad, you want to play... Uh, what game was he wanting me? Cuphead, you ever play Cuphead? I think so. Is That's the one? hardest side scroller game. It's I would have, I would I would I would compare the difficulty to like Akari Warriors or something like that back in the day. I don't know if you played that one. But um it's hard, dude. And um he wants to play all day and then it's so hard we'll beat a boss and I'll be like exhausted mentally. Yeah. And then, you know, he still wants to play and I like sorry or Pokemon cards he wants to play. They yeah. used to always want to play I, I can play one game and I'm like <laughs> I know, man. Our eyes are going. I don't know how long we can stare at the screen, and our fingers start to get all sore. Oh man, it's, it's not like it's not like we used to. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the foundation that we have as far as interaction is like video games and mm-hmm. games in general, and it's something that I've offered to them, exposed to them because it was a part of me that I, that I enjoyed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're able to like. Yeah. They love it. They love video games. The storytelling. They love all that stuff. So, you know. As long as you're able to find ways to connect, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, I think I'm trying to do that now with Ethan, right? I'm trying to explore. I mean, I don't want to impose, like, all the things that I want. I, we're trying to see kind of what kind of things he takes to, whether that be, you know, baseball or sports or games or music. He seems to have be intrigued with those kinds of things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, for fostering that growth. And, you know, like you said, one day, hopefully that can be something that, that we can bond over and, and, and grow with together. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, is there anything he likes right now? Um, 
man, he's all about he's all about cars and stuff. Again, I think at this time we we don't want Xbox into too many video games. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's too yeah. <laughs> but like, I think it's sports, sports and cars. Um, he doesn't have the attention span. I don't think to like you know practice his, his jump shot or shooting on his little little tight basketball court. But yeah, I think just whenever he does pick up a baseball bat and swing it or pick up a ball and shoot it, it gets it gets me excited. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yo, Joel, thank you so much for being here, man. That was awesome. That was yeah, awesome. yeah, no worries, man. Um, I don't mind talking about this stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think then then again, that's that's kind of the goal of this podcast is to just get dads, get dads, get other dads' thoughts right here, what their mindset is with with a lot of different things, see how it compares to mine, and you know, hopefully for others who kind of listen out there, you know, maybe maybe they they, they do connect with your experience, and if if other people can connect to that experience and learn it and have kind of different thoughts and ideas and i think overall this is just this is just going to be a community that we can build and just and learn from other dads to to be the best that we can be like you said for individually yeah. and i think as we build ourselves as individuals then we can be the best versions of for for our kids that we can yeah definitely so yeah thank you man i appreciate you being here yeah thanks for having me man awesome Ba-doom, boom boom Oh shit, where's my kid? Oh shit, where's my kid? Oh shit, where's my kid? I wonder if he's okay. Hi, Dada. Bubble Thank you guys for checking out the first episode of the Oh Shit, Where's My Kid podcast. For all updates regarding the podcast, check out my Instagram at Kodzja, K-O-D-Z-J-A-H, on Instagram for all the updates. Uh, if you guys are looking to be a guest on the podcast, Hit me up in the DMs, and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Now, if you guys want to check out the arcade shenanigans we're up to, check out at MobTheArcade on TikTok. Thank you guys again. Peace.